It's an Optimism Wednesday, and we've got a lot of reason to be optimism if you're an Indiana University basketball fan. And all of that optimism is is prompted by what was a really, really good come-from-behind victory last night by Indiana. Building that 18-point deficit that they came back from, they played really poorly. But they figured it out. They didn't quit. They kind of reconfigured what they do And they went and did it, and they got it done against an Ohio State team in Columbus with their backs against the wall. But I got to tell you the truth, Ohio State not very good last night, and especially down the stretch, really, really bad. We'll talk about the Colts. Jim Irsay, as we know, tweeted yesterday, the Colts have no further comment. We'll talk about that a little bit. But then we'll talk about Chris Ballard and what he needs to learn. And he needs to adjust. As Indiana basketball adjusted last night with about 17 and a half minutes left to go in that game, Chris Ballard really needs to adjust. Uh, Pacers with a win last night. They did not play well, and I didn't think that they played terribly hard. But they did win. And so you get that. This is a five-game stretch before the All-Star break where they got to make hay. They can go 5-0 and during this stretch. They got one more game at home against the Warriors. Then they go on the road for three, including a game against the Knicks. They got to show that they can beat the Knicks, who might be an opponent in the postseason. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024, brought to you by the great people at, at my bookie. My bookie, look, you got the Super Bowl coming up. This is a time to get in, and it's a time to use promo code Kent to get your choice. A variety of sign-up bonuses. All right, you want to make a prop bet on Sunday for the Super Bowl? What is Taylor uh, Swift going to wear? Where is Taylor Swift going to sit? How is she going to do her hair? You want football-related prop bets for the Super Bowl, which I'm assuming, because we talk sports, nothing but sports. This is where you do it. My bookie, promo code Kent. It's awesome. You're going to enjoy it. Make sure and subscribe to this channel. Make sure and like this video, like all the videos that you watch on YouTube. All of them. It's the polite thing to do. It's nice. It's who's your hospitality. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. We We'll figure out uh, what your comment or question is, and we'll answer them. They come in a nice, uh, a good graphic, and so we get to see them, obviously, and then off we go and talk about it. Let's talk on this Optimism Wednesday about Indiana basketball first. IU really played poorly. The first 22 minutes, they were god-awful at Ohio State. Uh, They're down 18. It looks like they are not going to be able to win this game. They're down 12 with under 8 left, but they come back. They figure it out defensively. All comebacks start on the defensive end. You have got to get stops, and Indiana did that. Indiana put a group of players together on the floor who really played well. They played well together. They communicated well. A lot of guys with four fouls last night for Indiana. But you know what? Uh, Malik Renew was really, really good. 26-14 and last night. That's awesome. I thought Anthony Leal as a rim protector, really, really good. Uh, Trey Galloway, good offensively. 25 points last night. I thought Leal and Cups communicated their asses off. And and you got to communicate to defend. 
And I thought that that's where we talk about that three that Leal hit, and it's really important and it's really good. And and you knew it was going in before it left his hands, right? There was no way that ball wasn't going to go in. The shot just looked perfect. But the most important thing that he does, I think, is lead. And you lead through communication. And and that's what Leal does. Leal is a really, really good communicator, non-verbally and verbally. They came out of a timeout, or maybe it was a replay review, one of the myriad replay reviews that delayed this, turned it into a a two-and-a-half-hour slog fest. Thank God Indiana won, or I'd be furious about the amount of time this this game take or took to transpire. Uh, and Leal got a big grin on his face. I think at that point, Indiana was down one. He's like, boys, let's go win this thing. And off they went, and off they did it. Uh, Mackenzie Mbako, easy to get down on Mackenzie Mbako because he missed shots. I don't mind. It's all going to be okay. He's learning bit by bit by bit, kind of the bricks for his... Uh, foundation are being laid and and he's figuring out basketball he's talented enough that he's going to wind up being a really good player at IU uh but he I think uh where renew in the front court good but I I really think you got to have Leal and Galloway in the backcourt maybe you sit cups bring him in off the bench I, I think you got to have Leal on the floor I I would not understand a starting lineup at Purdue on Saturday night that came on Fox 59 where Leal wasn't a part of it. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. They, Indiana has played poorly, and Indiana does not win against Iowa, and it doesn't win against Ohio State without Anthony Leal playing huge minutes. off the. He played 25 minutes last night. I don't think it's enough. I think any minute that you don't have Leal on the floor is an opportunity lost. You have got to play Anthony Leal. I don't care what else you do. He fights hard defensively. And then on the offensive end, you know what? He scored the last five points. He only scored six in the game. But those five points were absolutely critical. He can shoot the basketball. You need to be able to shoot the basketball. You need to be able to make shots. The first half of this game, holy hell, make some shots. Indiana, one of seven from beyond the arc shooting just over 50% from the line. Like, this was, I think they made a third of their shots overall. That's not good enough. You can't win like that. You need guys who can shoot the basketball. You need guys who communicate on defense. And there's no point in trying to communicate on defense if you don't know where you're supposed to be on defense. So that's a problem for Indiana. Leal solves that problem on 20% of the spots on the floor for your team, right? He's one of five. If you can get one guy out there who can shoot and communicates, put him on the floor starting the basketball game. It is just that simple. So they got Purdue coming up on Saturday night, 8 o'clock at Mackey. I don't know. I think Indiana wins. I think Indiana is going to beat their ass. Assuming that Leal can somehow find his way out of the floor. Leal, like, uh, really, really awkward, it looked like a, a kind of a toddler who hadn't quite figured out how to sort of run on that late-game possession where he was going to try to dunk it, and everything went wacky below his waist. 
and and it looked like he kind of hyperextended his knee or sort of tweaked it a little bit. Hopefully, he's able to come back and play on Saturday. Hopefully, it wasn't a big deal, and and he can play on say He isn't going to be able to match up really well against Edie, but he's going to be able to match up against Edie better than most. He's projected, not that this matters, mock NBA drafts, where is still projected higher than Edie. That's all about potential. That isn't about present-day ability to play. But this would be a hell of an opportunity for where to show where he is in terms of playing potentially professional basketball. So this might be an important game for him. The rest of the guys, I think, match up pretty well. I'm okay with Indiana against Purdue. Are they going to go into Purdue and are they going to win that game? Yeah. Why the hell not? It's Optimism Wednesday. Let's go. Let's get that done. It would be a good road win, would it not? Yes, it would be. They've got another uh, quad one game against Wisconsin coming up. That's an opportunity for Indiana to kind of do something. They're 6-6 six and six in the Big Ten right now. They got games against Penn State. They got a game against Maryland. They got... I. Uh, who else they got? Michigan State, Rutgers, maybe? I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about who they play next week. I'm worried about Purdue. Let's get that thing done. But Mike Woodson needs to start Anthony Leal in that game. Uh, I'm buying that the tweet from Jim Ursay was from Jim Ursay. I think it was from him. I don't think that a, a PR person or somebody representing him would word the tweet in the way it was worded, uh, you know, on the mend. There's no, that's just a prepositional phrase. Most people, like, they when, they when they tweet on behalf of somebody else, it's complete sentences. Jim Ursay communicates in fragments. That seems to be on the mend. That's all he's trying to say. He's a very simple communicator. I think it's from Jim Ursay. I think it represents proof of life. And let's face it, what we were talking about, what the rumors were, and they were pretty well substantiated, and they were, they were being proffered by people who know stuff and know people within the organization really, really well. The Jim Ursay was in really bad shape and, and might not bounce out of this thing and likely wouldn't and maybe was in a state where he wasn't going to. That's what we heard. So that tweet yesterday, which I kind of foreshadowed yesterday morning, go figure. You know what? Great news for the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are better with Jim Ursay around. Make no mistake about that. And, and his recovery, awesome. Uh, we care about Jim Ursay. He is a really, really good guy with a great heart. Great business mind, too. Underestimated business mind. Uh, Jim Ursay, on the mend, great news for the Colts. What gives me optimism about the Colts, here are reasons for optimism. They got about $75 million in cap space potentially if they make some moves that are just kind of procedural. You cut Mo Ali Cox, you restructure Ryan Kelly, maybe you restructure another contract, uh, a Braden Smith-type contract. You sign... Three, three of your internal free agents, Pittman, Stewart, and, and Kenny Moore, uh, and, and you get that done. 
And then you go out and you get two difference makers. And you, you, you stop bargain basement hunting. I, I think Chris Ballard has learned his lesson. That you don't build a championship team just like... You, you don't build a championship wardrobe shopping at Kohl's. You don't build a championship team shopping in the bargain basement of NFL free agency. You go get, like, plug-and-play hole fillers. You go get caulk at, at you know, it, getting caulk doesn't help you. That's what's available in the bargain basement. That's at the hardware store. Hey, we get some caulk. We fill a hole. It doesn't really solve the problem. And the Colts need to solve the problem once and for all because they are six games under 500 in the nine seasons since they last went to the playoffs. They are also six games under 500 since Chris Ballard began his run as a general manager. And he's got to figure this thing out. And yes, Andrew Luck retiring was a shame. It, 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 that w- but it, that's gone. That was almost five years ago. That problem hopefully is solved by Anthony Richardson. But once and for all, you've got to figure out that weapons in the exterior really help you win games. And minus a Patrick Mahomes, you really need to focus some attention there in order to make this kind of fair for Anthony Richardson. You know, throwing into the tight window that that can be created by a guy like Pierce, not really fair to Richardson. Throwing to a guy who can get open, that's key. Find a guy who can get open, either in the draft or whatever, and, and don't don't diminish the impact, positive impact, that trading back from 15 can have. I don't like trading back as a rule, but what Ballard always says, and it's true, from 15 to 40, they're in a hell of a lot of difference from player 15 to player 40. Not a lot of difference. So if you trade back seven or eight spots to 22 or 23 and you can pick up a third rounder, second rounder, something, you got a chance to make a little bit of hay twice instead of once. If the quality of the player you're getting doesn't diminish by doing it, that's a win-win, right? Uh, Pacers, they got the win last night. Good for them. Uh, They win by three over the Rockets. Out-rebounded by 23 last night. Siakam with 29. Pacers good enough to win by three against a bad, ah, bad. And that's not accurate. Uh, a, a not good, a not great Rockets team. You should beat the Rockets when you're at Cambridge Fieldhouse. Pacers did last night. Uh, should they have won by more? Yeah, but they got the Warriors coming up. This is kind of a trap game. And they got the win in it, so that's good. ESPN, Fox, Warner Brothers to launch a sports streaming app. That's really interesting to me. We'll talk about that a little bit more this afternoon. They're trying to knock networks right out of the box. That's what they're trying to do. Network television through this bundle going to be diminished a little bit, like it needs that. Uh, Butler... You know what? Good showing at UConn last night. They lost by nine. That's okay. Not worried about that. UConn's the number one team in the country. Losing by nine at UConn, Butler fought their asses off. And and I think in losing by nine, number one, they covered. 
Number two, I think they proved to the tournament committee that they're good enough to be a seventh seed. And that's a good thing. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this Optimism Wednesday. Come on. All right, Clarence Mason, happy birthday. Andrew Thomas, Matt Kreiger's celebrating a birthday. Love Matt Kreiger. Rose Stevens, one of my favorite people on the planet, celebrating a birthday. Eric Romer, happy birthday. And uh, Vardaman Moore, happy birthday. Steve Ehrlich, one of the great alums of all time of Camp Menominee. Will Finch, happy birthday. And Amanda Hiblin, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. We'll see what happens today. Yesterday was awesome. Am I, am I right? Am I right? Right, 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 right. All right, radio show in a couple of minutes. And uh, you know what? Maybe you're two big brains today. It's time for, uh, for Dan and I to talk about this Anthony Leal situation down in Bloomington.